Hey, I'm Christopher Schiefling. Thank you so much for joining me for Auscultation, a podcast in search of a humanities-based practice of healthcare. Today we're listening to my first well day since many ill by Emily Dickinson, one of the United States' most famous and original poets. My First Well Day Since Many Ill by Emily Dickinson My first well day since many ill I asked to go abroad and take the sunshine in my hands and see the things in pod. A blossom just when I went in to take my chance with pain, uncertain if myself or he should prove the strongest one. The summer deepened while we strove. She put some flowers away and the redder-cheeked ones in their stead. A fond, elusive way to cheat herself, it seemed she tried, as if before a child to fade. Tomorrow rainbows held, the sepulchre could hide. She dealt a fashion to the nut, she tied hoods to seeds, she dropped bright scraps of tint about and left Brazilian threads on every shoulder that she met. Then both her hands of haze put up to hide her parting grace from our unfitted eyes. My loss by sickness. Was it loss or that ethereal gain one earns by measuring the grave than measuring the sun? Some thoughts on the season. We gather that the narrator grew ill in the spring or early summer because things are, as the poem describes, a blossom just when I went in to take my chance with pain. Then we hear that the summer deepened while we strove and is almost over when she finally feels better. So rather than being many days, as the opening line suggests, The narrator's illness was actually many months. What's more, the end of summer doesn't seem quite right for a poem about recovery. Spring would be my jerk reaction. Emily Dickinson, of course, was much more thoughtful. Her choice of season brings several curious implications. First, it means that the narrator was sick during peak summer, which as anyone who's ever been sick on summer vacation will know, only heightens the sense of loss. Dickinson was an avid gardener with a passion for flowers. So we see the narrator's regret through hearing about the flowers she's missed, with lines like, a blossom just when I went in, and while we strove, she put some flowers away. This loss grows even further when viewed through a metaphorical lens, 
as summer becomes more than the season, but the peak of the narrator's youth. In addition to emphasizing the effects of illness, timing the poem at the end of summer has a foreboding effect. Fall and winter are looming with the threat of further illness and eventual death. The mention of the hidden sepulcher or tomb in the fourth stanza gives voice to this threat. Setting the recovery at the end of summer is a powerful choice because it gives the illness a tremendous amount of gravity without having to say anything about it at all. This episode is brought to you by trees. Trees, we literally come out of thin air, give you the breath of life, and are the only thing between you and yourselves making the earth a living hell. What more could you ask for? But since you did ask, of course, we have been shown to reduce cortisol, blood pressure, and hospital length of stay. You may pine for pines and like to keep things spruce, or the maple may pull your heartstrings and you fall for fall. Whatever you're into, there's a tree for you. Trees, come give us a hug. Some thoughts on hiding. Another intriguing thing about the poem's personified summer is that she tries to hide her departure. Phrases like elusive way to fade and hoods to seed all build up to the penultimate stanza where her hands of haze try to hide her parting grace. Her main tactic for concealment is with a cape of beauty. For example, with the redder cheeked flowers, the fashion to the nut, the bright scraps of tint, and the Brazilian threads on every shoulder. All the colors of early fall serve as a masquerade for summer's exit. This metaphor of waning summer as a fashionista reminds me of so many of the women who come into my geriatric clinic with such exquisite and elaborate outfits that it is almost easy to miss their bone-on-bone arthritis or progressive dementia. But what does all the summer stealth have to do with the narrator's illness? The poem uses the word hide twice. The first time is about hiding the sepulcher, and the second time with summer hiding her parting grace. This repetition emphasizes both the importance of concealment and the link between the end of summer and death. By highlighting their connection, the poem brings attention to how easy it is in Western society to overlook death and illness. As mentioned before, the poem itself hides and distracts from the narrator's illness by suggesting it is days rather than months and by giving minimal description of her symptoms. With this in mind, the line, our unfitted eyes, can refer to this social myopia. The last stanza offers a counterpoint to all these cover-ups, and I quote, that ethereal gain, 
one earns by measuring the grave than measuring the sun. As if it were an antidote for the two times we hear hide, measuring is repeated. This is a curious choice of words, and what exactly measuring entails seems to be one of the poem's parting challenges. Why not perceiving, or beholding, or witnessing? Unlike these other words, measuring is more analytical and interactive. Measuring also implies the assertion of moderation. It is not only appreciating the grave and the sun, but fitting them into measured proportions. This kind of measuring is work and must be earned. We must take sunshine in our hands and get our eyes fitted. It is less hide and seek and more catch and release. Before we go on, a quick and silly riddle. If you take the sum of summer, will there be some more for me? Some thoughts on the diagnosis. As mentioned before, we hear very little about the illness itself, so can look to Emily Dickinson's medical history for clues. Throughout her life, she had several bouts of serious illness. When she was young, she was taken out of school many times for protracted respiratory symptoms, thought to be due to tuberculosis, for which she was prescribed glycerin in her 20s. In her 30s, she had eye problems with blurry vision and photophobia, or pain with bright lights. This was treated by limiting sun exposure, reading, and writing for weeks to months at a time. At one point, she wrote, I have been sick so long, I don't know the sun. This medical history puts the narrator's desire to take the sunshine in my hands in new light. I would be remiss not to discuss all the fuss about Emily Dickinson's reported reclusiveness. In her 30s, she increasingly remained at home and declined visitors. This behavior has been attributed to a variety of medical conditions, including neurasthenia, agoraphobia, panic attacks, and even epilepsy, though this last theory has largely been debunked. While there is evidence in her letters that she may well have had an anxiety disorder, there's also compelling evidence that her unconventional social behaviors were a personal and artistic choice. Exclusively fixating on possible psychological diagnoses when interpreting Dickinson's work risks the sexism of attributing non-conforming behaviors of women to hysteria rather than respecting the potential for individual preference, a must-not-miss diagnosis. My First Well Day Since Many Ill by Emily Dickinson My first well day since many ill I asked to go abroad and take the sunshine 
in my hands and see the things in pod. A blossom just when I went in to take my chance with pain, uncertain if myself or he should prove the strongest one. The summer deepened while we strove. She put some flowers away and the redder-cheeked ones in their stead. A fond, elusive way to cheat herself, it seemed she tried, as if before a child to fade. Tomorrow, rainbows held, the sepulcher could hide. She dealt a fashion to the nut. She tied hoods to seeds. She dropped bright scraps of tint about and left Brazilian threads on every shoulder that she met. Then both her hands of haze put up to hide her parting grace from our unfitted eyes. My loss by sickness. Was it loss or that ethereal gain one earns by measuring the grave than measuring the sun? My first well day since many ill is part of public domain.